Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 40 of the Loofcast. I almost did the name thing again, but today we are here, me and Oof, as always, but we are joined by Swift, who is our first guest episode in, like, what, eight months? Yeah, something like that. I, we haven't done a guest episode since, like, January, February of this year. It was, like, right before our highness. Uh, it's, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll start doing them some more. Was it? But, Hmm? Was wasn't it actually wasn't it Swift actually? <laughs> I think it was Obi. It was Obi. You're right. Yeah, it was Obi, or there was like it was Obi, or it was like one person right after Obi. But we're back, returning with guest episodes, and today we're actually here for a very special one, TwitchCon debrief, because both me and Swift went, and we met up in person for the first time. I'm poor. So I didn't know. <laughs> I'm also poor, but the the good side is that the event is at a drivable distance to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah also, it was either it was either go to it's either go to TwitchCon, or go to an RLCS major, and I didn't really know what to. I kind of just picked the major because it was just happening then. Honestly, like as I long as you have happen. fun, like that's yeah. That's the, that's I just happen, I happen to have a place to stay a few states away. It's only like a two-hour drive, so yeah. Um, we must talk about how Swift has said like exactly one word. Well, I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt anything. You know? No, 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 no. You're good. You're good now. It's all I'm good. always good. But yes, how you doing today, Swift? I let me tell you. Let me tell you how I am doing today. I'm very um very sleepy. I cranked out all of my homework in one day. Cause you Damn. know, college uh, homework is a mess. It is it is a I, mess. Yeah. I'm very tired, but I also have some yummy coffee right next to me. So that's helping me out. That's always a plus. There you go. But yeah. Um God, where do we start? <laughs> I was about to say this is this is your guys' story. I'm just I'm just here spectating. That's well, okay. I'll I'll start this off because I had a longer trip than most people who went to TwitchCon. Um, so I guess I'll start this off with mine. Now TwitchCon. Yeah, happened... talk about your. Yeah. Why don't you Twi talk about your trip beforehand? Yeah. That's what. I, yeah. TwitchCon happened on like the twentieth, twenty first, and twenty second. Um, but I left a week before that. I. Basically, I left on Friday the 13th. Now, let me explain just how cursed this trip was before I go into, like, all the details. I left on a Friday the 13th at 3 a.m., the witching hour, for 13 days straight. Nice, nice. It's a wonder that I didn't die. But Pretty ominous. <laughs> literally. But basically, uh, I ran it from uh, Friday the 13th. I left my house at 3 a.m. So I woke up at like one or I woke up at like midnight and then I just like got some final things done. I did a bit of editing and I finalized some videos and then I tossed my shit in my car and I got on the road. And at 3 a.m. I, I booked it pretty much all the way down to L.A. Um, I know what you're thinking. Why'd you go to L.A.? Switch condos in Vegas. I'll tell you. So I actually went to volunteer for Legacy Leadership, which is the sister charity to the Thirst Project. Um... And I went down there to basically just say hi to the team, see everybody again, and also volunteer for an event, which was a great time, by the way. The event was amazing. It was their first time ever hosting um, a Legacy Ball fundraiser on its own without a separate type of event. Um, and they, they did amazing. I absolutely loved like, how they pulled it all off. It was great. Uh, I saw Seth again. I saw Luke, TJ. I saw everybody again, and I actually, this time, what was different is I got to visit the Thirst Project HQ, which was oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah, I posted a photo of this on my Discord, and I'll put it up right here, but they have a World Changers wall there with a bunch of signatures, and I actually got to sign that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was It's so cool. But, yeah, so I've kind of officially left my mark there, which is really kind of awesome to think about, especially with what I have upcoming. Oh yeah, for but, sure. Yeah. Oh, there is something I can kind of input here. What we got? The eclipse. Oh, I have a great story add on for that. <laughs> um, you do have a great story. But the eclipse did happen. Yeah. 
Um, after the Friday the 13th and me visiting the Thirst Project HQ, uh, the next morning, that's when the eclipse happened. Um, mm -hmm. and I have some great news. It was a bright and sunny day in LA and I left my fucking Airbnb to go and, uh, to go and start helping setting up for the event. Now it's like 10 AM when I walk out. So it's like the height of the eclipse for where I am. Um, no, that was at 12. Was it at 12? I think. Yeah, I think it was okay. at 12. For where I was? Yeah, because you remember? Yeah, because remember I called you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, basically, like, I left my Airbnb at, like, 10 or 11 a.m., somewhere along there. Um, and the eclipse is already happening, so it's pretty bright. But I had, at this point, I had forgotten. And if you remember in the last episode how I mentioned that I looked into an eclipse once before and I nearly blinded myself? Yeah, it's still a bad idea. And I know what you're thinking. Why did I look? I'll tell you. I leave my Airbnb, and my neighbor to the Airbnb has, like, a camera outside. He's in his front yard with this kid. And the dude looks at me and says, hey, check it out, Eclipse. And I, like, like an ADHD idiot, I look where he's pointing, right into the sun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I look right into the sun, and then both he and I realize what I've just done. He said, no, don't look at it. And I, like, turn my head away. I'm like, okay, that fucking hurt. Um, I wasn't looking for, like, more than half a second, really. Still was not fun. But, I mean, it could have been worse if I'd stared at it. But yeah, I find it really funny how know. the first time I look at an eclipse, it's my own fault. And this time, I didn't even do anything. My neighbor just pointed yeah. and said, hey, look. And I fucking did. Yeah, so it was about the, this point. I think it was like a couple hours after this. Uh, I called him. You called me like uh, half because... an hour to an hour later, I think. So I was still driving yeah. over to the event. I... Yeah, so... I call him because I'm not seeing most of the eclipse. I only see like a, I think it was a forty-ish percent where I where I'm at. Right? I thought it was much higher than that. And I thought it was too. Apparently not. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I did get to still see it. I took some pictures. Um, I guess if you want, let's see. You can put them up. They're not Hell much yeah. to see. There's not much to see, but if you you can't take a picture directly with it with the phone camera, so yeah, you I was have to say, take most it people with, need uh, like professional cameras and shit like that. Yeah, but you can catch the reflection. So you'll you'll in this picture you'll see the sun, but then in right below it you'll see the shadow of the moon coming over it. Yeah, that's still cool. So I called. Yeah, now my dumbass thought it was a great idea i'd be like hey wait a minute there's just clear ground on the floor in front of me in my yard but why would i use that i'm gonna climb on top of my 25 foot roof oh no <laughs> yeah it went you know it went a lot better than i thought it was i thought i was going to fall that's and, fair uh, pro tip roofs are a lot steeper than you think they, oh they absolutely are. not much there's not much grip. Please, please be careful if you're going on your roof. Yeah, you do not want to play a game of fuck around and find out like that. <laughs> it is not fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then, yeah, I called this idiot. He told me that story. Yep. Um, and no, that was that was about it. It was a great I fucking time, though. My day. It was really yeah. funny, though, how it's like, I've seen two eclipses in my entire life, and both times I've managed to blind myself by staring at them. <laughs> like, dude, I swear to God, the next eclipse we get, watch me actually lose my vision because somebody points it again and I just stared at it for too long. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. But after that whole ordeal, I got to the venue. Um, By the way, if you ever go to L.A., make sure that you know, what, you know exactly where you're going. Because fun fact, there are two addresses per building half the time oh good and now the reason i say that is because they're the roads are the exact same name but you have for example if it's like sienga boulevard right you have n sienga boulevard and s sienga boulevard that's north and south uh and there can be the exact same street numbers on that but unfortunately my car's gps can't differ between those so it just picks a random one so on my way over there, I got sent to the wrong fucking address, and then I had to turn around and go the, like back like three miles to the right one. Um, but then I got to the event, 
all was well. I hung out with the uh, crew today. I helped them set up everything. Uh, the event went off amazingly. I met some really cool people. And uh, after that, I went home. Oh, also, Luke did take me to a bar on Friday. Shout out, Luke. Um, yeah. But oh, yeah. I do have a question, since you did go to L.A. Yes. And and we play a lot of GTA. Well, oh, God. I used to. You You play more GTA than I do now. Did you recognize any places because you know the GTA map? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you this right now. I know LA better than I know GTA. So I recognize LA for LA, <laughs> but I have seen some of the landmarks that are based in the game and they are scarily similar. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, there are a couple places there I know that are just like direct, like one to one landmarks of the game, basically. And that's the Santa Monica or Santa yeah. Monica Pier, right? Yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah. So I keep screwing that up with like the Santa Maria Pier. And I'm like, that's not it. Um, but yeah, the Santa Monica Pier, and then also, of course, the uh, the U.S. Bank building. Of course, of course. But yeah, those are the two like that I can spot whenever I'm going around. But there's also like random little tidbit locations that I recognize basis off of. Um, but yeah, after that, uh, I woke up Sunday, and I headed out of the city, and I headed into Joshua Tree. Now oh, Joshua true, Tree true. was fun. Yeah, I went camping for three days uh, to kill some time between oh, my vacation. Right. Yeah, I was killing some time between like the 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 legacy trip and then uh, TwitchCon because I had three days between my Airbnbs and I did not want to drive back up to San Francisco for that time. So what I ended up doing was um, camping in Joshua Tree. Now that was a disaster in itself. Let me tell you, because a I ran into coyotes while I was in my tent in the middle of the night. I also, like, set off my fucking car alarm and scared the shit out of my tent site um, one day, and then they were actually looking for who set off their car alarm. And if you're wondering how I set it off, uh, it's because I have my keys attached to my belt, and I rolled over on them and hit the alarm button and set it off. Nice. So, yeah, they were looking for me, and in the process of looking for me, they set off another person's car alarm, and then they stopped looking. So I was spared. Um... It was really stupid, but <laughs> yeah, on top of that, though, um, I spent the three nights in Joshua Tree. I didn't do a whole lot. Um, I drove around, hiked a bit, went to a couple cafes uh, in a nearby town, which was like 10 or 15 miles away. Something like that. Um, but yeah, I spent three days there, and then after that, I headed back into Vegas. I got to, yeah, I got to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have a great fucking story for y'all about this Airbnb, by the way. I have two great stories, oh, actually. Now, one, I get to Vegas, and it's like, it's like 7 p.m., so it is pitch black out already, since, you know, it's getting close to winter, sun goes down earlier. But it is like pitch black out when I pull into this Airbnb. Now, mind you, we don't have a singular Airbnb. This is like one building converted into four Airbnbs, and they're all separated. But there's one main parking area. So... Our section of the Airbnb has a garage, but we don't know that yet. So I pull in, and I park there, and I'm waiting for Whirly. He's still, like, 10 minutes away or something like that. Now, I park inside the gate, and it's a gated-off parking area. And I get out of my car, and I turn around to look at the gate that I just left. There are now four people blocking the gate. And I'm thinking immediately, I'm going to get jumped. Because here's the thing. In San Francisco, if you go into a parking structure and four people suddenly block the gate in darkness, you were about to get mugged. Like, it's what yeah. I'd expect, right? And I mean, in Vegas, of all places, too, it's like, well, shit, what do I do? Now, I'm standing um, there. Real, huh? Real quick, Lucy. Oh, my cool. shit just broke. You keep telling. You keep telling your story. I'll be right back. All right. Um, but yeah, basically what happens is these four guys block the gate, and I just kind of start walking towards them, and they walk towards me a little bit. Because I think, like, like where am I going to go, you know? Right? Yes. Like, yes, listen. Yeah. But it's like, where am I going to go? So I just kind of walk towards them, and eventually they're like, hey, are you the locksmith? And I'm like, am I the what? Uh, and they're like, yeah, we called we called the Airbnb people. We asked for a locksmith because we're locked out of our residence. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm staying in another Airbnb. 
Um, and they're not connected, but we don't know this at the time. So we use the codes on my doors and get into my Airbnb and they come in with me, uh, which is in hindsight, a really stupid idea. Like all four of them could have <laughs> jumped me and robbed me at any point. Yeah, um, it's over, bro. Literally, but they were cool. Um, but yeah, we go to my Airbnb, we take a look around. There's no way through into theirs, unfortunately, because all the Airbnbs are, se are separated. Um, but we head back outside and I see a car coming down the road and they're like, is that the locksmith? And I'm like, it might be, but it also might be my friend who I texted, uh, who's arriving. And it turned out to be Worley. So he comes up and I'm calling the Airbnb folks now trying to get an ETN to locksmith. They're incredibly rude about it. Um, but yeah, basically what had happened was, uh, the locksmith then showed up a little bit later. Worley and I went to the residence, put our shit down, and then we went to pick up Reborn from the airport. Uh, and then we picked up Freeborn. He scared the ever-loving hell out of me because he managed to sneak around us while we were waiting for him. But oh, dude, what? Yeah, we were staring at the thing, but we were a distance away in baggage claim because uh, we didn't want to like crowd the area. And Reborn got off from, like the very side escalator and walked all the way around because he saw us. Oh, okay. But yeah, he scared the hell out of me. Um, and then we went back to the Airbnb for the night, crashed, and yeah, we vibed for a bit. Thursday was badge pickup. Uh yeah thursday thursday was good i ran in swift it was good we vibed um we we hung out for about four hours that day driving around just in uh the la traffic or la the las uh, vegas traffic uh and we had to drop swift off to go to do the uh, saw escape room but it ended up not going well because they only had like two people in their group it was just me and my mother and literally uh, yeah that was it. Let's just say we didn't make it very far before she decided she didn't want to do it anymore. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we don't have to do it. And then we just we left. But it's okay because part two in a bit. We'll get there, to that. There we'll was a to. part two. Yes, there was a part two. Oh, boy. It, was a, it was a great time. But uh, yeah, so they did that Thursday night. And then Friday night, uh, or no, Friday was the first day of the convention. Now, I just, I just want to preface saying that it was absolutely fucking awesome. I got to see so many people I've never seen before. Uh, I saw Swift, Panquicks, Reborn. I had never met those three before, like, this vacation. And then I saw Whirling, who I met for the first time last year, which was an awesome time. I got to meet so many new people. And actually, fun fact for all you podcast listeners out there, I talked to four businesses while I was at TwitchCon, and I actually got four of them on board in possibly joining this podcast. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, um, TwitchCon Day 1 was awesome. We did a lot. Uh, and then... After, uh, we actually went with Pan uh, and her family. Um, we went and got sushi, uh, and then we all did an escape room together. It was Scooby-Doo themed, which was really fun. Um, it was also incredibly confusing, but we got out with, I believe, 13 minutes to spare. Um, it was like 42.07 on the timer or something like that, or 43.0-something. I'll put the official time like right here, but um, we got out in time. It was awesome. Uh, and then we went, we all got out of that area at like midnight and we all went to our Airbnbs and got back and met in the convention on Saturday. And that was fun. Um, but we vibed for a bit there. We had some fun. Uh, I'm trying to remember what we did Saturday. Fuck. Went to like, we went to some of the MCC stuff, uh, or I went with Swift and then we did some other stuff. I'm like, my brain is like shut down trying to remember. I've been editing so much the past <laughs> couple days. But we did that. Yeah. And then Sunday night, we had the third day at TwitchCon where Swift and I did some stuff at the Invincible Amazon Prime booth. Um, that was fun. We got up on stage and performed and performed some, some stuff together as a team, the dream team. But um, after that, uh, we did the Saw Escape Room at 8 p.m. on Sunday, which was awesome. And that was initially just going to be me, Worley, and Reborn because um, we didn't have anyone else who wanted to join. Um, and then since Swift didn't get very far, they still wanted to do it again. So we brought Swift into the group and then mm -hmm. Swift's friend Dark joined us and it was an awesome time. We got everybody in there. It was horrifying, but surprisingly, hey. we actually escaped. Hello. Sorry for the interruption. It's all good. Yeah, I was telling good. the story of the Saw escape room. But Oh, um, I want to talk about that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was just getting into it. But yeah, we had Swift and Dark join us. Uh, so it was five of us plus a couple randoms. But it was an awesome escape room. We we didn't get out of all of the rooms because there's multiple rooms where you get like a like a six to nine minute time frame. 
um, and that's what makes up your hour. So I think we, we failed one of the rooms, and then all the other ones we got out with like a few seconds to spare. I think um, that one, you know that one room where you do align the laser with the mirror? Yeah, that one we got out with like a second and a half to spare. I think that was like, uh, oh, what was her name? Bailey. I think Bailey just kind of, oh, that was our uh, like tour guide. She was an actor. Yeah, I'm pretty Bailey's sure she not just her actual name, like, by the way. Um, let, it was yeah. like, oh, your dog's here. Like, no. Let us out at like the last second. I think that's kind of like she just knew it because she, I think she knew we weren't going to make it. Yeah, she, yeah, we, we were definitely not making that one, but she gave us like the solution like right at the very end there because we were about to fail the room. Um, actual legend. Yeah, no, she was awesome. She was, she was amazing. But, um, yeah, we ended up going through that, which was a great time. Uh, and then, uh, there was another room that we just failed straight up because one of the clues was something that we couldn't even fathom. Um, and I'm not going to spoil anything because, you know, if you want to experience the Saw Escape Room, do it like do it yourself. I don't want to spoil anything for them. Um, but it was a great time. And then the final room was probably the most terrifying. If any of you have ever seen the, uh, I don't remember what Saw movie this is, but it's the one where it's the doctor. In the, it was from the first one first one yeah the one with the doctor is yeah the doctor's trapped in the bathroom with the guy um they had that it was like almost a match to the original set too which was really cool yeah it was pretty nice yeah we actually ended up escaping from that room with time to spare uh and i'm not gonna spoil exactly when this happens but there's a scene in there where you get chased down a long hallway um and it was really funny because everything went wrong at that moment so right. two randoms walk out ahead of me following Bailey through the hallway. And then I follow out and I'm the third person in line. Now, not everybody is out of the previous room like, yet. I'm behind Lucy for context. Yeah, not everybody's out of the previous room yet. So I just got into the hallway and everybody else is still in the room behind me about to exit. And that's when Bailey points behind me and screams. Um, and I turn around instinctively. Like, I'm not scared yet that she's screaming because she's been doing that a little bit a lot. Um, so, you know, it's her job. <laughs> But I turn around and I see this fucker with a butcher's knife in a butcher's outfit and a pig mask. And no, didn't he have the the taser stick? I thought. I thought he had a knife. I could be wrong, but um, no. Oh no, I, he did have the I taser stick. He did, he did have the I taser heard stick. It. Yeah. Because yeah, because Dark told me that as well. Because he shocked it towards them. Yeah, yeah. I wanted um, to talk about that, but I think you're leading up to it anyway. Yes, but basically. Uh, I turn around and see the guy, and I just, like, I scream out to the rest of the group. I'm like, run! Run! And I take off down the hallway. Now, Bailey and the other two ahead of me are sprinting already, so I take off running. Um, and I'm not even sure if the rest of the group made it past the guy, but I'm, like, sprinting, because I'm like, fuck this. I'm not dying today. Um, and the best part is, like, there's, like, three turns in that hallway, and on the second one, I about ate shit because I slipped on the floor, um, I went to turn. My shoes don't have that good a tread on them. So as soon as I did, my foot just yeet, and I hit the wall. <laughs> yeah, it was not Dude, fun. You... I like almost I almost twisted my ankle because I slipped. I hit the wall, and I was like, okay, I gotta keep going. But so after crazy. slipping, hitting the wall, I had to like continue sprinting down the hallway, which was great. Um, but it was really fun. But yeah, yeah. And, they had the um... tasers. The taser sticks that Swift mentioned, by the way, horrifying. But it's basically oh, yeah. these little light sticks that act like those uh, like 1960-era tasers they used to use in prisons with the long sticks, and they would stab you with them. They wouldn't actually stab you, but they would, like, prod you with it and tase you. I want to talk about that last hallway really quick. Yes. So as we're running down it, you know, I'm behind Lucy, but he, he's a bit further ahead of me. And, you know, I start running. And Dark, Dark is right behind me, right? And Dark pushes himself like in front of me and not not in, not in like a heroic way like oh i'm gonna protect you in like a i'm trying to get ahead of you so i can move. get the heck out of here bro <laughs> just in like a move you're dying first bitch and then and then after that like maybe three seconds after that happened dark proceeded to drop his phone and had to yep. go back and get it yep dark was telling me after we had escaped the room that once that happened uh he'd sprinted ahead but the phone hit the ground, so he turned around to go grab it. But when he got there, the best part about it was the fact that um, 
the best part about it is he said that uh, the the fucking guy was standing right above them and just like shocking the thing and it's like while Dark grabbed their phone and then took off again. <laughs> I do love that though how, how like they just pushed ahead. He was like, "Fuck it, move." Yeah. Nah, Dark is awesome. But oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was a that was a great that was a great part of the escape room. Um, and then yeah, we got out, which was awesome. Uh, but I think this is one of the best things. The escape room technically starts like the second you get to the building because they have a guy at the gate outside who's dressed as a cop. Uh, and he welcomes everybody in and like checks you in and like get, gets you inside when it's your time. Um, but he had one of those sticks too, which I didn't notice on the way in. Somebody else did, but I, no one was thinking about it because we were all scared out of our minds after the escape room. But as we're walking out, he points it towards my legs and shocks it, which like, you know, the actual stick like lights up and makes a bunch of like snapping noises, but scared the ever loving fuck out of me. Cause like yeah, Swift, it was really Swift funny. can attest to it, yeah. Cause I'm the closest one to him. And he points at my legs, shocks it, and I like jumped like ten feet high pretty much. Uh, as we're walking back to my car. It was a great time. But yeah, after that we uh dropped Swift and Dark off at their uh, hotels. Uh Dark flew home the next day. Swift spent the next day in Vegas with family and then went home on Tuesday. Uh, Reborn, Worley, and I, we didn't do a whole lot. On Monday night, we actually went to a trampoline park just for fun. Um, and then Monday night, Worley headed home. He lives in Vegas for context, so he just uh, went back to his house to get a couple days rest before work again. And Reborn and I chilled in the Airbnb until Wednesday when, I, when we left at like 4 a.m. I went to drop him off and then... I started my drive back. It was fun, though. I will say, the drive back was an utter nightmare. Um, and you'll see this in the vlog I have coming. But the reason being, it, uh, the reason it was an utter nightmare was because it was a 15-hour drive. Um, and I got lost. You got lost. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. I don't, I don't remember this happening. So... You want to elaborate for me? Yes. I actually remember you getting lost. <laughs> yeah, because here's how it goes, right? Now, the roads through Death Valley were shut down that, like, the day I was leaving. Because um, I think, like, damage, like, it was either a heat advisory flood or damage or something. But I couldn't go through. So I had two ways of going home. And it was either go four hours southwest to L.A. And then, like, nine hours up to five, which I didn't want to do. Um, because the five is an incredibly boring highway for those who don't know. Um, it's literally just a straight road for like nine hours going up the entire state of California, and you stare at like just yellow grass the whole time. I wish I was kidding. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, boring as shit. Now the drive I've never done is the drive from Tahoe to Vegas, and I said, "Fuck it, I want to go through Lake Tahoe because I want some scenery, I want to enjoy some stuff." And it was a beautiful drive. I start driving up Nevada, and it's like. It's kind of similar to the five. It's like mostly straight roads and I'm in the desert. But the good news is I get like all these beautiful rock formations and things around me, these beautiful like cliff faces, just amazing nature. And I keep driving. Now, eventually my GPS takes me off of like the highway that I'm on and I lose cell service. So I'm out here with no connection all of a sudden. And my GPS takes me into California. So... The only reason I know I crossed into California was because while I was driving, I hit this agricultural checkpoint. He's like, welcome to the border, California. Uh, just wanted to make sure you have no plants or anything. And I'm like, nope, you can check the trunk if you want. He said, you're good to go. Um, and I went into California and I was like, okay, if I'm already crossing into California, that means I'm way past where I should be for Tahoe. So I have no idea where I am. So I drive up that road for like another three miles and I take the first right I can to keep going north. Since, you know, if I'm going west, obviously you need to go take a right to go north. Um, and I end up driving on these weird ass roads. There are no turnoffs for the rest of this damn highway, by the way. And I have no idea where I am. I can't get cell service to check where I am. I'm just fucked. So I'm driving up this desolate highway and everything like that. And I'm like seeing more greenery and more nature. And I'm like, okay, I'm climbing an altitude. Um, and as I'm doing this, uh, I start to question like what national park I'm getting close to. Uh, and that's when my question gets answered after like an hour or two. And I rolled to a uh, gate of a national park, and there's no other way through here for me. Now, the gate that I rolled up to was the eastern gate of Yosemite National Park. Now, for context, I'll uh -oh. put a photo of a map here. 
Yosemite and Tahoe are not anywhere close to each other, if you can tell from this. No. Um, so I am maybe like over 100 miles from Tahoe, at least another hour or two away. Um, but I'm at the gate to Yosemite, which is not where I was trying to go. But I say fuck it and I go into Yosemite anyways because I know my way home from there. So I drove through I drove through Yosemite. I visited a camp up there, Camp Mather, that I used to go to as a kid. Filmed the ending of my vlog there, and then I I got on the road to go home. Oh, hello. But I uh, accident. Keep going. It's all good. But yeah, no, I got on the road to go home. It was another four hour drive from Yosemite. That turned into about six hours because once I got to the Bay Area. I got to the Bay Bridge, and it was packed in standstill traffic. Now, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, uh, you would have seen the glorious anger that I was in while in that traffic for an hour and a half. Um, it was it was honestly pretty entertaining, but that was about the end of my road trip mm -hmm. there. I got home, I passed the fuck out, uh, and then I went to work. Yeah. Yeah, that was the kind of extent of my TwitchCon trip. Um, Swift, before I say anything, Swift, do you have anything to add to your part of the story? Well, there was a bit I was gone, so I might have missed some, but um, for, for it being my first TwitchCon, I thought it was great. And I highly, you know, if it's something you're interested in, I would say lock in, save up, and go. I almost just, oh my gosh, I almost hit my soda off. I was so, ex when I said lock in, I like moved my hand and I smacked my soda. <laughs> that was almost very bad. That would have been really bad. But yeah, no, I 100% I, yeah. I agree with that. Like if it's something you want to do, like even if it's not TwitchCon, if it's just conventions in general you want to go to, like save up, go for it. They are so incredibly fun. And I mean, I mentioned this at a point in my vlog and I mentioned this like eight times to the people I was with there. So I'm sure they're probably sick of hearing about it. But there's there's something so awesome to me about being able, like once in my life, I'm sorry, once like once a year for me, pretty much. There's something so awesome about me being able to just be in a place with twenty thousand other people who just who just understand me, like yeah, twenty thousand people who just like understand the content grind, understand streaming, understand why I love it and why I want to do it. And like nobody's there to like nag or bitch and like say like oh why are you doing this you're yeah. taking way too much time and anything like that because I've experienced friends family and like even like just other teachers and people say that like they I've had people on my left tell me I'm wasting my time on it and I'm like all right well that's your fucking opinion um and I've had people complain that yeah. I'm like doing it and it's like it's nice to just for once in my life to kind of be in a setting where people just get me and I don't have to worry about like you know someone getting angry the fact that I'm working on it or the fact that I'm doing things. See, here's the thing. All right. I agree. I agree with both of you. If you guys want to go, I've never been to a TwitchCon. I've only been to two different conventions. I guess one of them really is. It can really isn't a convention. I've been doing esports major and I've I'd been to counts. basically an anime convention here in my area. Right. The only thing that stops me from going to conventions, because now with the new job that I'm getting, I actually might have the funds to go take a trip out there because Hell let's yeah. be honest, it's probably going to be in San Diego. Let's be honest. <laughs> only well, thing you, you stopping me. You see the joke that he made, that uh, the C oh. CEO of Twitch made? The CEO of Twitch made a joke saying they were going to host it in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, so many people in Ohio. So many people, including me, thought it was real because somebody posted an out of context clip where it was not the joke, but just him saying, "Yeah, we're gonna host it in Dayton, Ohio." Um, nice. And I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, um, there are two things. There are one, two things really that stop me from going nowadays. Um, one, I've never been to the West Coast, like ever. Yeah, that's valid. The farthest I've been, the farthest I've been is Denver. Uh, but that was, oh, God, that was 13 years ago already. Oh, yep. my God. Uh, anyways, um, and number two, uh, social anxiety. You see, yep. I would be fine with you guys sitting in a room with 20,000 people. Terrifying. Ah, here's the thing. Don't know about here's the thing. That's like, I'll say something about that as well. Like, I am honestly very kind of nervous to see 
like if my channel like ever grows to a point where people recognize me in public, I'm honestly kind of scared to go to conventions at that point, and I'll tell you why. I had a panic attack getting recognized in an Apex match. Can you imagine what would happen <laughs> if I was walking around a convention and like three people run up to me and are like, "Oh my God, you're Lucico!" Like, yeah. I would probably pass out, and that's not a joke. Um, oh yeah. And I, I don't think I've told the story on the podcast before, but I'll, I'll really quickly recap the story of me getting recognized in an Apex match. Um, I loaded into a match. This is when I was still under my Slayer versus Gaming title, but I'm just going to like throw in loose code just because that's who I am now. But this was after I had uploaded my Outlast 2 series to YouTube. Um, and the guy just goes, yo, is that the real Lucico? And I was like, uh, uh, yeah. Excuse me? Like, I'm, I, like, at first, I think he's fucking with me because I'm like, y yeah, I guess. Uh, and he says, dude, I watched your Outlast series. It was awesome. And I was like, uh, oh, oh, what? like, <laughs> no, I he's serious. Like, yeah, because as soon as he says that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I re and then like the, re the reality of it hits me. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Th thank you, man. I appreciate it. And he's like, yeah, dude, it was it was great. And I was like, thanks. Nobody said a word for the rest of the match. <laughs> I shit you, you not. See, everybody I, had an open mic. Oh, every, not an open mic. Sorry, everybody had a microphone on. Nobody said a word after that. You see, I feel as though that's gonna happen in my area soon, because you see, my my Google account, right? My Google name is me. It, it's this is it. Yeah. Right. So every time I order food, oh god, I sign in through Google. So it just says. Uh, what if uh, this is oof? And I'm like, oh, I hate it. Every time. Yep. Every time I hate it. But I know one day someone is going to do their research. And it's going to be like, who is this? This is oof guy. And I'm going to have one random guy in chat being like, hey, man. I delivered your you food. you ordered a 10-piece nuggets with yeah, I, I made <laughs> medium food. fry and a sweet tea. <laughs> yep. No, dude, it's like, it's one thing I'm consistently, like, terrified of is just being recognized in public. Because, like, here's the thing. I've always made content in, like, the way, it's just in a way of, like, I want to make people's days better. I want to make people smile and laugh. And it's, like, it's a thing that I want to do. But the reality that, like, comes with the territory of, like, people wanting to meet me, like, IRL at conventions or, like, people just kind of seeing me and recognizing me in public. It's, like, the reality of that is terrifying to me. Like, will I deal with it if it if the time ever comes for it? Absolutely, I will. But, like, it's going to be so, like, just nerve-wracking for me for, like, the first, like, year or two until I get used to it. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But, I mean, yeah, just recapping TwitchCon. It was such a great trip this year. I absolutely loved it. And, I mean, I will say, although I dislike like, you know, the Vegas area aspect of it, the convention was amazing, despite the fact that the city was, like, kind of traffic uh, nightmare and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not a horrible it's, location it for like... it. It's not a horrible yeah. location for it. Like, I would not, I would not want to go back to it again, because, I mean, the heat waves there are not fun, especially after you've been walking to the convention holiday and then you head right out. But, I mean, it's not bad by any means. Like, it was, it was a great convention. The, the hall was honestly perfect. Um, but I wouldn't mind if they took it kind of back into California because Dan Clancy, the CEO of Twitch, did mention that they want to find like a permanent home for it. Um, and given the fact that they've done it more in San Diego than anywhere else, I think that's probably where they're going to put its final home. Well, it sounds like it was way less. It definitely wasn't a disaster like it was last year, because that's True. really that's one of the main reasons that discouraged me from going this year. Because yeah. last year was, oh, my God. Yeah. And I want to state, last year was not the fault of uh, the San Diego Convention Center or their staff. Last year was entirely the fault of some of the booths there. Um, namely, one was the, uh, some of the MC, uh, MCYTs, uh, like the, the Dream Dream Group and all that or whatever they are. I don't remember all the names, but they had a panel there and that was a nightmare. Um and oh, it I actually caused a pretty big fucking disaster within the center. Um, but yeah, that one was a disaster. But yeah, I mean, 2019 TwitchCon was awesome. They had a great time at the San Diego uh, Center. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them bring it back there. They just need to, like, devise systems there to, like, make sure it all goes well. And I mean, 
it seems like Dan Clancy is really taking it all in like the best direction he can. Because I mean, I've seen some of the stuff he's been doing recently. He's been really transparent on like Twitter about things, um, and like kind of educating people where they don't know enough. And then also at the same time, like he's been answering like panels, getting on podcasts, uh, and he even had like a Q and A panel at the convention to kind of answer questions from just affiliates and partners all around, which we attended. Um, and it's an awesome time. I mean, it's really nice to kind of see some transparency from him. Um, especially when other streaming platforms can't do that. Oh. Yeah, I'm taking a dig at one in particular. Can, can, can we just talk about... I, I know you made a tweet on it. Yeah. Was it? I think it was yesterday. Oh, are we going to say names? Can we... Yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, we don't. Right. Oh, we're call, we're calling them out. Okay. I made a post on this yesterday, and I have some shit to say. Kick, Kick needs to get Twitch Kick, out of Kick. their fucking head, bro. Get off of their nuts, please. Literally, like, for like, Christ's sake. I made a tweet about this because every other day I'm seeing a tweet from Kick that says something along the lines of, "Imagine only having fifty percent sub revenue," or like, "How scary is that?" And like, they also posted a tweet at one point, which was like a fill in the blank, and they said, "Um." Uh, it was like ditch blank, uh, and then something something uh, blank. But it was supposed to be like a rhyme of like ditch twitch uh, something kick, and I don't remember what it was. But like every day, they post something like that, and it's like I can't imagine the fact that your only branding is your ability to diss like your competitor, like. I get it. Yeah, you know, is... there are some brands that like do that for fun once in a blue moon and stuff. And it's entertaining to see like the like the like the healthy competition, you know, when they're like lightly having that fun. But Kick is literally only focused on like on Twitch. And I mean I mean this with full of the full amount of disrespect that I can say. For a platform that does not moderate itself and allows its top streamer to be one of the most racist, transphobic, homophobic, God knows you name it. Uh, people I've ever seen in the field of content creation, you guys really have a lot to shit, a lot of shit to talk. Like, yeah, you see, you see, like you your see, top. That's the thing. Not to mention. That's, that's well, hang on. Not to mention their top streamer, Aiden Ross, the homophobic, transphobic idiot that I talked just talked about, literally went to the convention in a bunch of kick merch with a group of people from Kick to try and like do some shit there, and he got kicked out immediately from TwitchCon. Oh man, I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. Crazy. Like, the idiot got himself kicked out. And the whole time, you know what the best part is? There's video of him asking the security guard repeatedly, well, I just want to know what I did. And I'm like, are you you that stupid? You know what you did. Yeah. You you know what you did. Don't play stupid. See, here's my thing. I can never, ever, ever stream on Twitch. On Twitch. Not on Twitch. On Kick. I can never stream on Kick. You want to know why? Okay. Let me tell you a little story. I used to set my profile picture on Ubisoft yep. as me staring deeply into the camera. Okay? Yep, I remember this Maybe story. like the nice little death stare, right? I had to change it after a week. I had to change it. You want to know why? Racism. Because every single lobby I would get in, one of my teammates would call me a racial slur. Yep. And here's the so thing. So now could oh, I imagine kidding. going on a platform that just allows that? Literally, that just makes no sense to me. And Sorry, I want—I want to say this before. I want to say this right now too. Before anybody says, "Oh, it's not allowed. It's against their TOS." They don't moderate their TOS. They—they they haven't. And I mean, until you show me proof that they actually do, they don't. Like I again, their top streamer is literally a guy who said who said some of the most racist and homophobic things, and they allow him to stay on their platform representing them. And also on top of that, not they don't the moderate. Huh. Not to mention Sneeko is still on there. True, Sneeko. But also, it's like the same time, it's like, it's, they don't moderate anything. Even their chats out there are like a goddamn nightmare. And it's like, okay, I don't care what you think about Twitch. Like, you know, hate the 50-50 sub split all you want. But at the same time, I would rather be paid a little less and have a good community on a platform that actually kind of works with streamers occasionally than a platform who doesn't listen to anybody blatantly allows like minorities and a bunch of other groups to be hurt and then also just doesn't care and then claims they do like literally kicks only branding thing like i'm gonna say this kick could actually be a pretty good platform if they actually gave a shit about their streamers or their platform 
And nobody can convince me otherwise that they actually do care. Because if they did, they would stop putting money into posting every day about how bad Twitch is and actually focus on improving their hellhole of a platform. Because it is a goddamn nightmare. Not to mention, I'm like 90% sure the base code they have for their website was stolen from Twitch. Like, it reminds me, it reminds me of like, uh, it's like the Twitter of streaming platforms. Yeah. You could just spew out whatever garbage you want. And yeah. I'm not saying that all kick streamers are garbage. That's not Here's true. We're not there saying the streamers. We're calling out there. the platform. Yeah, the platform like, sucks. I'm sorry. I don't like care how can, much the split you, is. Yeah, like you can choose whatever you, like you want to stream on. Like we're not going to judge you for picking a place to stream, but what we're saying is that Kick as a platform is what sucks. You can stream on Kick and be a fine person, but the platform itself is a piece of shit. And I mean, it's the fact that they just allow all of this and let it all happen. And then they just don't care. Yeah, sure. Like, they're basically just become slowly becoming a site for, like, racists, homophobes, transphobes, God knows what else. But yeah. Like, that's just kind of what they want on their site. And I mean, you can say otherwise, but the evidence is pretty blatant that that's really that's all they care about. Like they don't, they don't care enough about like protecting minorities and that's what they want their site to become. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah. uh, Hey, Hey, yeah. you, uh, kick fanboy like 84 in the chat, uh, typing anything. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man, until they have like actual moderation and they enforce their POS, I will never, uh, I will never consider streaming on that platform. I, like, honestly... I started because because Twitch dropped their um, exclusivity clause. Yeah. Of course, it didn't apply to me because I'm still I'm an affiliate. But still, it did apply. To I us. didn't want to risk it anyway. It did. It applied That's to what affiliates. I thought it yep. did. Anybody who was contracted okay. on Twitch, it would apply to. If you were not an affiliate and just a you community member, you want to know why I was confused? Because Maz did it all the time. He's done it this whole time. And oh, I know. Not the good news it. is that, like, <laughs> he's a small enough streamer that he goes under the radar for, which is nice. Yeah. So now I've started streaming. I wanted to stream on multiple platforms, not because like, oh, I I just want to. I want a bigger audience. No, I just want other places to put my things. Yeah. Not like once that. I get to the place on TikTok, I'm gonna start streaming on TikTok too. Yeah, like the the biggest reason I started streaming on YouTube as well was because um, whenever I have footage that goes up to YouTube, it is automatically saved onto my channel. Unlike Twitch, where it will be deleted after thirty days. Yep. Uh, pro tip: you want a free you want a free drive to like store all your footage. Okay, download your Twitch VOD before it goes away. Upload it to uh, upload it to YouTube and make it a private video. You now have an storage. unlimited storage. You have an unlimited storage thing. The only issue is if you re-download it, it does compress it more. It's the yes. only problem. <laughs> but it's still an awesome thing to do. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. When it comes to kick, that's just kind of that's going to be their downfall eventually. Like. I'm going to end it off with this. Like, that platform is the next mixer. It's going to crash and burn, and it's only a matter of time. And unless Kick actually cares to try and fix the problems on their platform, eventually this, like, eventually that site is going to crash and burn. And, I mean, there's nothing they can do once it happens. Like, they're fucked at that point. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Best of luck to them. If they end up figuring it out and, like, actually stop, you know, hating on a singular platform and putting work into theirs, I wish them luck. If they don't, have fun crashing and burning. It's going to be an entertaining fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have any more, like, news or anything. I'm also out of things to say. We're at I have something. Hit us. Okay. Okay. So, um... It's today, the day of filming, is November 2nd, and yes. I'm sure you, you guys have probably seen it, but this is something I want to talk about on the podcast. On November mm -hmm. 3rd, the OG Fortnite map is coming back for uh, a month. I, I heard about that. And I yeah. am 
so excited. Here's my thing, okay? Let's hear it. I was. I thought about it for a split second. Oh, I did not mean to flick you off there. My bad. It's okay. For a hey, split fuck second. You. Fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I can't do fuck it. you. <laughs> All right. But for a split second, I thought, oh, maybe that would be fun. You want to know why I'm not? Why is that? Well, number one, the reason the reason I quit Fortnite is because there's four dents in my ro- wall around my room for me throwing my controller. Oh. I had some anger issues because of that game. I feel like so, a lot of people did. A. B, everyone kind of forgets that, sure, it's the same map. It'll be the OG map. It ain't the OG players. That's true, they, but they do they, have... They're still gonna... Huh. They have a uh, no-build mode. That's what I play, because I, I play Fortnite pretty I would, well. I would play no-build if I played Fair. that. I can't handle the building that game, yeah. so it drives me insane, because so, people are the sweatiest motherfuckers say... in that mode. Absolutely. Because I was about to say, if you play in build mode, you're still playing the sweaty nerds who've been playing this game since it released. That's, yeah. I'm sorry, to me, that's not fun. It's not. That's why anytime I play it, like anytime I play the game, if like a friend asks me to join in, like it's like I will. My immediate thing is it's no builder. I'm not playing. Like I can't. I can't do it against like the sweats. I I will have a breakdown. Mm -hmm. For sure. I do have something to talk about. We need. We'll finish this discussion. But I have something to talk about. So do I actually? Because there's something just crossed my mind too. That's mostly Mm -hmm. everything. I'm just very excited, and I can't wait to see how everything turns out. That's valid. It's going to be interesting. but It will be nostalgic to see the old places again. Um, I used to love dropping. Factory was my domain. I used to go go Dusty Depot every time. Yeah, yeah. Go Tilted or go home, buddy. (laughs) Hell nah. I would get sunned Uh, on, like, my descent. No, I really like the... uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was on the left side of the map, next to like the spooky area. It was a few houses. Goolagoon. Like, oh no, 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 no. I know exactly what he's talking about. No, 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 no. No, no it's just a middle. separate unnamed. It's oh, a separate. Was it the unnamed area. haunted house? I know exactly. Was no, that it unnamed was house? That. No. Oh, okay. It was a few uh-huh. houses. It was like, yeah. It, it was a few yeah, houses. I remember I really what you're like talking that about. List. That's fair. Yeah. But. Yeah, um, that's gonna be fun. And I will say, right. you want to go? Well, how long's your thing gonna be? Oh, I wanted. To, I want to talk about a game that's in a beta right now. It's about to end. That's fair. We'll do that. But also, real about? quick, I'm gonna mention something. Go ahead. The FNAF movie is released. Have any of you seen it? Oh yeah. No, but I want I to. And I mean, I'll say this right now yeah. before anybody like calls me on this. I've not played the games. I'm not a fan of them. I don't know anything about the lore. However, I do want to see the movie specifically for Matthew Lillard. Oh yeah, I think. Okay. Um, obviously, no spoilers. I'm not going to give any. I think it was a good mm-hmm. movie on its own, but I think it was weird how they did the lore because I know it's. it's I've heard it thing. doesn't it's match it like, up. Yeah. Yeah, it's not supposed to be connected to the games, but it's weird when they use stuff from the games and change it when it's mm. not supposed to be connected. It, it just it was a bit confusing, but it was still a pretty good movie, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'd say, like, I understand why they used some stuff from the games and changed it, and that's just probably because, like, you know, they need, like, to link it somehow, because it's like, they can't build an entire new lore set, I guess. Like, they need mm-hmm. a little bit of inspiration from it, but yeah. Now, question, Swift. Yeah. Should I go see it in theaters, or can I just stream it? Uh, I, w- I would go to theaters if you're going with friends. Otherwise, I would okay. just stream it. That's why I'm probably going to stream it, because if I go alone, I know it's probably going to be me and then an army of 12-year-olds. And I don't want to go around. It wasn't bad. I did get asked to purchase alcohol for a group, even though I am just 18. But other than that, (laughs) it was was a fine experience. Nice. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, we'll probably this will probably be the last thing we talk about. It will be, yes. But and I know you two haven't talked. I know you two haven't played it yet. But the finals has returned in an open beta. I have it installed. My, I'm gonna fucking do it. My goodness, it is the most glorious game on the planet. Well, mark my words right now. 
when that game becomes a major esport, it will pass CS. Mark my words on this day. It fucking better. It, right it is so good. Um, if you don't know what the game is, um, to kind of give you like a back a, a basis of it, you guys remember the calling from back in the day? It's kind of like that style of like arena announcement ga- uh, face, uh, except it has old battlefield destruction. Everything is destructible. You can blow up any part of the map except for the floor. And when I mean the floor, I mean like the actual floor of the map. You can blow up like an entire building and bring it down all all down. Jokes it is on y'all. So I'm going to remove the map from existence. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd think uh, a lot of people think that uh, some of the weapons are unbalanced. I really don't. Uh, I think everything, the way that they're kind of doing it is kind of like how well, I don't even I'll... like mentioning this game, but it's kind of like how Overwatch is where they have everything is broken, so nothing is broken, right? That Yeah, that's fair. It's kind of like that. Anything I mean, can be good. I Any will say as well, I feel like no matter what game you have, like if it's like PvP related, there's always going to be some group of players complaining that something is OP or broken. Correct. Like Correct. it doesn't even matter if everything's perfectly balanced. Like there's always going to be that like small group of players that's bitching about it. Yeah. I just love the very very interesting people in their Discord server. Like the day before it launched, the night before, this guy this guy asked. I got into a little little tizzy with some people. We'll call it. Oh. Um, where this guy asked, he was like, "Um, will the game run on a?" 6700 XT and a uh a 1200 uh 1200 a 12 600k and 16 gigs of RAM and I was like well yeah no problem game will run at 165 fps right this one guy immediately types um not from what I've played in the closed beta uh it seems to not play. It seems that the FPS is not that good. When I've played on a worse system than that, and have never had a problem with performance like ever. You gotta love keyboard warriors. And I'm like, uh, you're wrong. And I'm like, brother, you're wrong. I've ran it on this system, yada yada yada, and it worked perfectly fine. And he's like, but 1080p is easy. Oh, no, the oh, fuck, it's not. No, first off, no, it's not. Second off, sorry, I don't have three hundred dollars to spend on the monitor. <laughs> I just sorry. Literally, don't don't have it. <laughs> Speaking of games, though, as well, and, one thing I have mm-hmm. said is, you remember hyenas that I told you about? I know. It got I'm shut so down. sad. I'm so sad. You know, Fuck you, Sega. you know why though. Yeah, I was about to say, it's because Sega didn't want to put any money into it. Oh, I know. I know. Because here's the thing. The Hyenas team loved it. They were like, hey, we really want to do this game. And like they informed us that Sega basically said, nah, fuck it. Here's the thing, though. I will say this about Hyenas. Now, I never played it, so this is coming from an outside perspective of watching him play it and kind of you know, seeing clips of it. It looked a little, little, little eerily similar to the finals. I won't lie. No, it did. I know it, it probably had did. different things, but it looked a little too close. <laughs> when did the finals start getting developed? About, uh, I'm at the first closed beta. This is the second closed beta. Uh, here, I'll do. I'll do my research. You keep talking. Okay. The only reason I ask is because, like, Hyenas was debuted at last year's TwitchCon. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, I don't think either game ripped each other off, but I think they just ended up being a little too similar for their own good. Uh, it was unfortunate. I love seeing dude. Swift get off the couch and then jump back up. I press W. <laughs> it's just so funny, because, like, on the, cam- on the camera, you just leap up and come into frame, pretty much. It's yeah, really it's funny. Like but yeah, I don't know. I'm upset about Hyenas. I am going to play the finals because that sounds, it seems incredibly cool. But I will forever miss Hyenas. It was such a cool, like, opportunity for a game. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that about wraps up our time, though. Yeah. I mean, rest in peace to hyenas. I'm definitely going to play this finals playtest because I want to see how it goes. But, yeah, we're about out of time, so ready to wrap up? Yeah, that's fine. All right. As always, hope you guys enjoyed the little TwitchCon debrief. If you went, tell us how your trip was in the comments. I'm curious to know. Um, but other than that, hope you all enjoyed. We'll be seeing you all in the next one. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. All the podcasts and share it if you're on uh, Spotify. Whatever the hell the buttons are on Apple Music. And then listen to it on your Amazon device that I currently can't say. It's sitting right behind me. Um, but yeah. Oh, like, no. you know, hit the buttons there. I we're, we're always transparent about this, but, you know. Liking, sharing, and I mean, following the podcast no matter the platform really does help our analytics. It helps us reach a wider audience. And I mean, it's that's what we want to do. We want to get some more people on here. We want to grow the podcast and get some like larger things going on here. Um, also, yes, Swift, I'm going to give you a chance to plug anything you want. Go oh, yeah. Oh, well, plug your stuff. <laughs> I am personally honored. So, yeah, I'm Swift, and you know, I'm just an 18 year old rotting in college. But when I'm not Anyways. doing that, I'm uh, I'm playing <laughs> Minecraft uh competitively, and that that's a whole thing. You could check it out on Twitch if you'd like. If you know it's your thing, I, I stream it pretty often. Twitch.tv/slash/not-too-swift. I, I do have another project coming up, but um, it's not out yet. But all I'm gonna say is coffee. All right, that's that's all you guys get to know. He's six, making a six. coffee brand. Yup. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> called Top of the Morning. Todd <laughs> get sued by Jacksepticeye. But it's very cool, and I'm very excited for it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I will say, uh, actually, that just... reminded me. Um, well, A, check out Swift on Twitch. Links will be in the description below if you're on YouTube. Um, but B, I want to mention this just before like we even get too close to the month, but this December, I'm hosting a month-long charity event for Thirst Project with a bunch of other content creators. Hopefully, I've only got three for now, but uh, Thirst Project helped me reach out to some more. Uh, Swift is a part of that. so That's true. Yeah, if you guys are interested in your content... Hmm? I'll help if I have time. Hell yeah. It's like... I'll basically give you like the rundown real quick. I'm just asking people to stream at least once or twice throughout the month for it if they can. Oh, like yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. like a sign up for your own dates thing. But um, mm -hmm. if you're a content creator, uh, shoot me a DM on Discord. It's just Lucico. Um, I am looking for more content creators to join. And if you're interested in like you know watching and supporting, uh, I will have like a list of streamers coming out um, in like the coming days for that, and especially all throughout December. So keep an eye out for that. It's going to be a great month, and I've got a lot of special stuff planned, including an actual wheel that I've ordered off of Amazon. So. That'll be fun. Nice. I'm gonna die. So yeah, but... Lucy, Lucy's on Twitch. He also has a YouTube channel, which we will be uploading. We will be uploading things there. I'm assuming. Yeah. I have been. Yep. I got I a should... TwitchCon Q and A going should... up at the end of this week, and I got a Twitch and I got a TwitchCon vlog going up. Yeah, I'm editing. Some... I'm this week, hopefully. Oh wow! It's either this week or next week. So by the time this podcast is out, it'll be up. Yeah, pretty much. By the time this podcast is up, the TwitchCon Q&A and the TwitchCon vlog will be up. TwitchCon vlog features Swift, Panquicks, Reborn, Whirly. The TwitchCon Q&A has Whirly and Reborn in it. It is a great fucking time. TwitchCon uh, Q&A actually also has Billy in it. All right, all right. Uh, if you don't know who Billy is, it's the uh, jigsaw puppet. <laughs> the jigsaw oh, puppet. Whirly bought a mask. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot I'll, about that. I'll show you guys the picture after this, and this will be in the vlog if you guys want to see it. But... Uh, I didn't know Whirly had bought the mask when we left the escape room, and I looked in my rearview mirror as I'm driving everybody home, and I see him in the fucking rearview mirror, basically <laughs> flipping me off. Nice. He's flipping me off nice. with the mask on while I'm in traffic. It was great. However, going first person, bro. Yep. However, anyone else got anyone else got anything? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on. I'm actually gonna. I know I've said this for the fifteenth billion time. I'll be back streaming again. I'm now on two platforms. I'm on YouTube, Twitch, as well. Um, both links are in the both. description for him, too. Check them out. Is it spelled different on each site? Yes, it is, because Twitch is a son of a bitch about usernames. Yep, kind of love it. So, but yeah, oh yeah that's everybody's it. links will be in the description. YouTube, Twitch for both, for all of us. Swift, yeah, Swift uploads on YouTube. I'm stupid. Um, Wait, what? 
I was about to ask, do you upload on YouTube? And then I remembered, yeah, you do. Um, uh, I'm yeah, I'm I got a big video in the works. Yes, yes, they do, and I know about this because I was in it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all of our <laughs> links are in the description below, as well as in the description below is a podcast guest form and also a podcast Q and A form. If you guys want to ask us some questions, next episode is the time to do it. It'll be the end of November, but yeah. Let's hit that. Oh, just to um, add on to that real quick. There's also a Q&A section on Spotify. I don't know if you saw that, Lucy, but they added that feature. I did not, but ask us so some questions there, too. Also, we'll do that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you can also use that. Either way, we always, as always, we hope you all enjoyed, and we'll be seeing you all on November 30th for the 41st episode. Hell yeah. Take it easy, guys. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs>